Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is a phenomenal football Friday. It is Nick Costos. It is Ken Barkley. It is You Better You Bet, and it is you here with us on the BetQL Network. Simulcast for the next two hours by our friends, over at Stadium, and what a badass two hours of wagertainment we've got coming your way. Getting you set to bet and win Super Wild Card Weekends in the National Football League and on some of these playoff-long superlative markets uh, that are presented by our show sponsor, BetMGM. Uh, Sam Paniotovich will join us in just a moment, as he does in this spot every phenomenal football Friday. But 20 minutes from now, we'll start diving into these superlative markets. Most passing yards, rushing yards, and receiving yards in the postseason. think there's some hashtag value to be gleaned in some of these markets. Ken Barkley's also going to tell you why he's not especially high on the Baltimore Ravens to win the Super Bowl this year. Might surprise people. Ravens, obviously, the number one seed in the American Football Conference. Evan Silva from Establish the Run stops by in 40 minutes. Our pal Brad Evans, our stadium teammate from Live on the Line, will join us next hour. And in the power hour, final hour of the show, all our bets for tonight and our side and total bets for Super Wild Card Weekend in the National Football League. But joining us right now to kick off the fun and frivolity on a phenomenal football Friday, five words that start with P, is the aforementioned Sam Paniadovich uh, of Nesson, Fox Sports, and the Chicken Dinner Podcast. Sam, of course, on Twitter, at SP Shoot. I believe that Sam is doing the show. I forget the tropical locale, but I believe Sam is joining us on vacation right now, which beats the hell out of joining us from, like, windy and frigid Boston last week and head of the Patriots-Jets game in Week 18, Bill Belichick's final game as Patriots head coach. My friend, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. Happy Super Wild Card Weekend in the NFL to you and yours. Well, I appreciate that. If anybody says that I'm not dedicated to you better, you bet. I want you to know my phone is wet. I'm wet. It's pouring rain here in the Dominican. I just jumped out of the pool, which was being pounded with rain, but I'm here for the boys, as I always am. But we, we appreciate that. Here's a, hopefully uh, he's going to make a weather joke about the Kansas City game. We'll do that game eventually. I know you have some NFL uh, playoff bets that you want to give out. But Sam, like a really good job by you, honestly, like over the course of the last weekend, you kind of view it as like a long weekend in sports. You're talking about going to be a low-scoring game and with the Jets and the Patriots. But then especially, like, you just want to bet Michigan to win the national championship. Like, you were really big on them to win that game against Washington. They did. I know you've been traveling around a lot. Like, were you able to watch the game? Any thoughts on, like, Michigan clinching the title and, and you winning a bet on them? Well, they were just bigger than you, better than you, stronger than you, and tougher than you. And I think that's sort of the handicap, or at least that was the handicap going into the game. And, you know, I grew up in the Big Ten, so I've followed – that conference for 30 plus years. And, you know, I, I know that the knock on the big 10, well, was kind of soft. Okay. 
the Big Ten maybe as a whole was soft, but that team was no joke, and they proved it. You rush for 300-plus yards in a national championship game, you're not soft. And I think that was sort of the lazy handicap. And I'll tell you what, the craziest part, to make a long story short, I remember when Oregon was a 10-point favorite against Washington in the Pac-12 title game. Obviously, it was too many points. But to then have Michigan open like three and a half, four, get bet to five, five and a half, and people lining up literally to bet Washington plus five and a half against Michigan when they were getting 10 against a better team was just crazy to me. It just never made any mathematical sense. Well, it took Turned out to be right, and uh, dollars and cents added to the bank accounts of the people that bet Michigan, like Sam, like Ken Barkley. Unfortunately, I was one of those morons lined up to uh, take the points with Washington, and as a result, I have less money than I did when the uh, when the week started. So, Sam, let's try and uh, recoup some of those funds, for me at least. Coming up on Super Wilds Card Weekend, and let's start in the AFC South Memorial time slot, Saturday, 4.30 p.m. Eastern time. Game number one, what do you got for us, my friend? Joe Flacco and the Cleveland Browns, about a two-point road favorite, and C.J. Stroud and the Houston Texans, total sitting about 44-and-a-half. So this one got just crushed in Vegas. I mean, there was some fight going on early in the week. They were laying two-and-a-half and then taking three. Laying two-and-a-half, taking three. Well, I mean, the guys I talked to in Vegas, the book that says they've written nothing but sharp on Houston the last, like, 48 hours. So they took the three. The threes are all gone. And the two-and-a-halves are gone. I, I hopped in two-and-a-half, obviously still like it at two. Um, and, and, look, the reality is Cleveland's a good story, but I think Houston's a better team. And it's very important to be able to stop those big passing plays. And, and the injury report this week is not good for Cleveland in the back end of its defense. You got Grant Delpit still out with a groin. He hasn't played in, like, four weeks now. But Denzel Ward this week at practice tweaked his knee, like, out of nowhere. And you're like, wait a minute. So Cleveland's going to be down its starting safety and its best corner against C.J. Stroud. Not ideal. And then the other part of the conversation is, am I really going to bet Joe Flacco in a playoff game at 38? Like, I get it. If it's Deshaun Watson, Nick Chubb, fine. But it's not. Like, this Cleveland team has been a great story. I think Flacco should be comeback player of the year. I think Stefanski should be coach of the year. But I still think Houston getting two, two and a half at home is ridiculous. So I took the points, and uh, I, I just wish I would have got the full three, but I certainly agree with the move. Yeah, well, obviously, we'll follow the injury report for this game uh, today and then kind of follow actives and inactives tomorrow. Nick and I will be on on Saturday morning. I think, like, optimism that Denzel Ward plays in the game, but, like, to Sam's point, like, sort of, like, a shakier setup than maybe the Cleveland would certainly have wanted. They would want everybody fully healthy going into the game. Looks like Ward's maybe going to play, but, like, what? We're going to have to wait till tomorrow we'll, to know for sure. Uh, so Cleveland holding, like, two and 44 and a half. Sam, we've obviously – we've I'm sure you spent a lot of time thinking about the weather games. We spent a lot of time talking about both of these weather games. Saturday night, we just had Kevin Harlan on the show is calling the game chiefs and dolphins it's been a really 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 interesting market one of those markets that feels like it's it's like not connected to anything in the regular season it's like just about injuries and weather and tua and miami going up to this cold game and there's a lot of interest in kansas city that's pushed this out to four and a half in a bunch of places and for the first time earlier today there are two fives on the board now so chiefs by four and a half the total is 44 it's supposed to be wind chill negative 25 uh how are you choosing to play this game i think like probably the most interesting betting market of the six this weekend yeah this one's interesting you know because it opened three and a half and, and that lasted all of about you know 10 seconds 15 seconds and then bam blasted the four 
a lot of four and a half now. And look, I just, I don't want to lay four and a half. And I, you know, I hate to pass post on your program, but this stuff is obviously fluid. I mean, these markets came out almost five days ago and Kansas city was 180 on the money line, 185. And I laid a little bit of that. And then what I did for those that follow and listen to chicken dinner, I money line parlayed Kansas city and Michigan. It was like plus 130. I can't lay four and a half guys. Like I just can't, you know, I just, like 24-20, I'm a loser. 28-24, I'm a loser. And, and those scores maybe aren't that likely because we do have horrible weather. But even like you know, 21-17 is a loser now. So you just you can't get in the habit of laying wrong numbers. I know you guys know this. I know a lot of the audience knows this. But, you know, I had a guy text me today. He goes, I kind of like Kansas City. And I go, what's your number? And he goes, minus five. I go, you can't lay five. You could have laid four. <laughs> it's very important to get the best of the number. I, I just I think the Chiefs win. So if you want to, you know, I, I still don't think it's a bad idea. Chiefs Cowboys money line parlay, and as you guys know, I'm not a big parlay guy, but then you're not messing with points. Chiefs win, Cowboys win, like minus one ten, minus one fifteen. I still don't think that's a bad option. You better you bet here with Nick and Ken. Phenomenal football Friday. Getting football bets from the weekend from our friend Sam Paniotovich, Nesson, Fox Sports, and the Chicken Dinner Podcast. Joining us live from the Dominican Republic. God bless him on Twitter at SP Shoot. Sam, I, I don't believe that you have a bet coming up in uh, the first game on Sunday with the Steelers and the Bills, but a fascinating betting market there. And just curious, like, your opinion of the game and if maybe, like, come Sunday, like, are you looking for, like, a set of uh, circumstances where you might like a side or the total in the game? And we've talked about it all week, right? Like, with wind gusts expected up to 60 miles per hour. Now we know Gabe Davis has officially been ruled out by Buffalo. So the Bills about a nine-and-a-half-point home favor right now, Sam. This total is crashing down. I think the last I saw was about 34 at BetMG. GM. So totally okay if you don't have a bet right now in the game, obviously. Are you planning on betting the game? Like, are you watching for anything here for the Bills and the Steelers on Sunday in Western New York? I had some Bills exposure long-term. Like, I've got a little AFC and some Super Bowl. Um, so I'm, I'm going to ride that out. This team is so freaking erratic, though. They could win by 21 or they could lose. You know, like, and I, I hate to say that and cop out of question, but I I, I want no business laying nine and a half, ten with the Bills. I just don't. And then the total, I mean, obviously it's dropped a touchdown, 41 to 34. Um, it's just, it feels like the unbettable game. So I'll, I'll just root for Buffalo to get through. I still think there's – I know people will say there's no value. I, I tend to disagree on the no value part. There are some seven to ones on Buffalo Super Bowl. I mean, they are – say they go to Baltimore for the AFC Championship. Baltimore is only like – Two, two and a half. So, like, maybe you roll it over on the money line. Um, but then again, you're, you're a huge favorite this week. So, I, long story short, I don't think 7-1 Bill Super Bowl is a bad bet. Clearly, you're not getting the value you once had. But that team is as talented as any team in the NFL. And when it comes to just winning games, I like that a lot more than laying double digits at home. Sam, I, I know you referenced this game already. I know you don't have a bet side or total on Dallas and Green Bay, but kind of alluded to the fact that I'm, I'm kind of reading between the lines here that you think Dallas is really likely to win the game because you talked about maybe putting them in a money line parlay with Kansas City. Like, I happen to agree with you. I think Dallas is very, very likely to win the game also. I kind of think they're going to cover seven, but you know, I can be wrong in that. I know uh, your friend, the bartender, and I are, might be on the same side in that game, which will be pretty interesting. Me Dallas, too. for now, 
for now, a seven point home favorite, um, kind of like all over the place in terms of, you know, juiced on the seven. So I just shop around people, uh, total 50 and a half. We like the over in the game also. Is it just, you like Dallas to win? You're trying to pair that with stuff. Any other ways you're looking to play this game? Dallas should win. I mean, we, we know the whole ATS angle against those first time quarterbacks in the playoffs. And I think a lot of that holds true. Dallas is very good guys. I mean, that's a good football team. My concern is the coach. It's my concern in Dallas. It's my con- uh, concern in Detroit. I believe we talked about this game two weeks ago, and I called it the Mensable between Campbell and uh, McCarthy. I mean, good Lord, was that just a, a cluster of bad decisions. Dallas should win. I, I, I tend to lean over, though, too. Um, you know, Eric Eager does a great job at Silver Sports. Both of his um, offensive metrics with EPA, not only EPA per play, but EPA per pass, have Green Bay and Dallas in the top five. So, barring a bunch of turnovers and fumbles and all that, this is probably a game that's like in the high 20s, low 30s. So even at 50 and a half, I'd probably play that up to 51, but I didn't bet anything in the game. Sammy, let's close with this. Uh, Sunday night football, Lions and Rams in Motown in the Matthew Stafford, Jared Goff Bowl. Uh, Detroit, Almost out to a three-and-a-half-point favorite. It kind of looks like Sam Laporta is going to play in the game, practiced in full for the Lions. Maybe this goes up to like three-and-a-half minus 110 if and when that's confirmed. We'll see. Total in the game, 51-and-a-half. How are you looking to bet here in about a minute, like 30 to 60 seconds here to close, the Rams and the Lions on Sunday night? I found myself on the uh, trendy underdog, which I, I don't really like, but I don't also care. Like, whatever. It's McVay against the moron. That, that's the reality of the situation. You got you got a Rams offense, maybe as healthy as it's been all year. I believe in Stafford Cup, Nakua, Kyron Williams moving the ball. And oh yeah, we get Sean McVay against Dan Campbell. It's trendy, it's popular, it's sexy, but I've been dogging Dan Campbell all year and I'm not gonna stop now. I gotta tell you, man, everyone might be on the Rams, including me, including Ken. And guess what? We're all going to be rich suckers after the game coming yeah. up on Sunday. Night. That's how it works, We'll, we'll right? see about that. Everybody yep, just, just gets everyone... rich together. That's how sports betting works, right? Us against the books. Some... Yeah. And on Something one like game. That. Yeah. Just, that's that's right. kind of how it goes. Or not. Uh, Sam, you're the best man. Uh, forget it. Like, no one would ever question Sam's commitment to you better, you better in his job. But uh, joining us from the Dominican Republic is absolute next level. And we really appreciate it, man. Enjoy your vacation. Enjoy the games this weekend, obviously. Follow him on Twitter at SP Shoot, Nesson, Fox Sports, and you got to check out the Chicken Dinner Podcast, Sam's awesome sports betting podcast. Enjoy, buddy. Good luck with the bets. We'll talk to you soon. I hope the service was okay, boys. Vamos, vamos, Los Rams. Let's get it. It, it, it The service was pretty good. Okay, yeah, 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 like a little lift. That way better at the end. There. Where the hell were you at yeah, the end? Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> <That's> like, yeah. <laughs> It's like, well, now I'm done. So now I can go back to like the, go back to the good service. What, uh, I don't know. What do you make of that? I, I was positive. I would say there is nothing about what he gave out that surprised me. Like knowing Sam, Sam comes on the show every week. Uh, everybody has a style, things that they like to bet. So I, it, it made perfect sense. I think the things that he likes, and I agree with him on some of them. I was positive he was going to be on the Dolphins. Like positive he was going to be on the Dolphins. Yeah, it and does it feel it like, like that would be like a win. Sam bet. Yeah. But, yeah. But he bet but he bet Chiefs to win at like a number that's like 40 cents moved. So like he made a yep. va- really valuable bet that has aged awesome. It's just like, yeah, I always view him as the contrarian comeback on the other side, kind of a, a better, which is kind of like what taking the Texans is too. Like a lot of a lot of support for Cleveland, bet the other opposite side. I can't believe he's not on Miami. That really surprises me. Are you, are you um are you are you gonna bet Cleveland in the game or no tomorrow? 
I can't I can't figure out this is going to be like a photo finish. I can't figure out if I want to lay two or tease to eight and a half, and I don't want to do both. I don't know which one. I oh, want I to think do. I th I think I want to do both. No, I don't. I really don't. I want to have like a a position. Like I want to I want to want one thing, one team to succeed. Houston with Dallas in a teaser is like a siren song right now for me. The way I look at this game, though. Yeah. Well, you know what I gotta say. Oh, Locky, why don't you just meet me in this middle? Uh, on the other side, why the Ravens might be in trouble to win the Super Bowl and superlative markets in the NFL playoffs. Thinking big numbers here, trying to really get out ahead in this game. Deep drop, Jackson, step, deliver. It's snagged by Likely. Isaiah Likely diving for the touchdown. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. You know, that's the uh, the second Ian Eagle highlight we played during the show today. We only have one Kevin Harlan highlight, and like Kevin Harlan did, did join us on the show today. Like We kind of like, you got to get a little, right? Got to get a little more Kevin Harlan on the show, right? He joined us on the show. Sure. Again, that has to be the Ian Eagle, the Ian Eagle show today, unless Ian wants to right. join us at some point. So, uh, hey, Jake. Same. Well, I I requested a uh, game. I mean, I requested the game. That's my fault. I didn't. I didn't. You know, we can play. We can play Kevin Harlan the next few segments. In fact, we're going is, to. We're going to make it a, a, he, a point uh, debate. Is he? Uh, is he friend of the show now? Like he definitely is, right? Oh yeah. And it's it's like his fault too because he called us by our names a bunch of times. He was like the nicest guy. So guess what? Now now we're friends, whether you like it or not. Guess what? He's coming on tomorrow at 8.05 to start countdown to kickoff. He doesn't know that yet, but we'll be calling him. It's going to be awesome. It's 7 o'clock. He's actually the prop game now. Yeah, prop Kev. That's what we call him. I, I, I got to tell you, I would be more than happy to hand him the scepter and let, let him run. It would be amazing. Da, 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 da. I'm going back to And then to we'll sleep. be playing yeah. Ty, Tyreek Hill over receiving yards against his former team where he used to play in Kansas City, streaking down the sideline, beating Jalen Ramsey. Well, actually... Now, okay, that's why it should be prop, Kevin, because they're on the same team. Uh, Evan that's Silver okay. from Establish the Run stops by here in, in uh, 20 minutes. Uh, Evan's got a lot of bets coming up for Super Wild Card Weekend. Excited to get Evan's thoughts on the games. Brad Evans will join us next hour on the show. We'll get to the superlatives markets in a moment. And also, just because I haven't thrown this out, basically since the beginning of the show. Next hour on the show, we will uh, take your... You, meaning the people that are watching the show on YouTube and Twitch, uh, your favorite football bet for the weekend. So type it in in the chat on YouTube and Twitch, youtube.com backslash Odyssey Sports, twitch.tv backslash BetQL. If you're listening to the show, you want to get involved, hop into one of those feeds on YouTube or Twitch and uh, type your favorite football bet of the weekend, Super Wild Card Weekend. Could be the Monday night game also. Side, total, prop, parlay, teaser, same game parlay, whatever it is, and the reason why you like it. We'll read it on the air. We'll shout you out. We'll talk about uh, your favorite bet. So that's coming up a little bit later in the program. But uh, let's, Ken, continue the conversation we started in hour one on most likely Super Bowl champions. And uh, we closed with, like, a pretty good cliffhanger, right? It was like uh, like season one of Lost, what ends with them, like, looking down the hatch, basically, right? That's sure. what this and was. And then the light comes with on. With you saying, I yeah, gotta tell you, so. what a what a first couple seasons of television yeah after that may, maybe not not as good but those first couple seasons pretty 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 badass uh don't tell me what i can't do if i'm gonna bet the baltimore ravens ken you said that the uh the ravens don't necessarily check some of these like historical boxes for you as far as being a super bowl champion they are the one seed in the afc and got like 
a tremendous piece of good news today. Uh, star tight end Mark Andrews, we haven't seen him for a while, obviously, designated to return from injured reserve, which, like, uh, maybe he ends up playing next week in the divisional round. But, I mean, that this means that he will play in the Super Bowl if and when the Ravens get there, for sure. So uh, why are you uh, not as high on the Baltimore Ravens? And for people... If, if you missed the segment, you can check it out in podcast form. But, Ken, you had the Ravens in your third tier of teams, along with the Miami Dolphins as potential Super Bowl champions. Yeah, so they're, you know, in the 14-team tournament, um, there were seven teams that, that seemed uh, impossible, honestly, that they could win the Super Bowl. They, to me, they feel impossible. They, I'm sure they have some chance, but I would consider them a zero. Uh, Detroit, Philly, Tampa, the Rams, and the Packers. So everyone but Dallas and San Francisco on the NFC side. And then Houston and Pittsburgh on the AFC side uh, for, I think for some pretty obvious reasons, those are two really flawed teams. I, I don't even think I need to go into why um, that leaves you with seven and the Browns. I kind of put off to the side is like, I don't know what they are. I'm not betting it, but like, I guess they could surprise everyone best defense and who knows what Flacco is going to be. And then that leaves you with six. And so all season, these have kind of been the six that like I've been paying the most attention to. Is there an entry point on stuff? We talked about betting Buffalo at what we thought was the entry point on them. So we're holding Nick and I are holding like a variety of tickets. Like I have a Bills Niners Super Bowl matchup that's 49 to one. I think that's like 650 now or something like that. Uh, So just, you know, like you kind of like pick and choose your spots as you go. We did the Bills on the show. So to me, it's like San Francisco is the most likely champion by far. They fit every parameter. Uh, they're also the favorite in the market. Maybe that means you don't want to bet them. Um, then there are three teams that have flaws, Kansas City offense, Buffalo, like a few things, but I guess defense would be number one, especially in like the first 12 games of the year. IQ. <laughs> Firing coordinators, turning it over a lot. Uh, and then the Cowboys performance on the road where these three teams, like if they won, it, I, they, they don't they don't break any any of the parameters. They're just like, they're like a little off. Um, but they're in, they're in, that's fine. They're just not San Francisco. And then these two teams, these two other teams that are sort of like the ones most worthy of discussion, Miami and Baltimore, like Miami, they will pass every test like they will, but they also, this is the team that's going to take the field on Saturday night is not the team that we've seen basically the entire season because of all the injuries that they've had. It'll be like the most weakened version of the Miami dolphins. Now, maybe they can overcome that and get healthier as the playoffs go on. It would, I mean, if the Miami Dolphins won the Super Bowl, it would not be a historical outlier, which is like a pretty crazy thing to say based on how they're rated right now. But it's because of all the injuries. It's because they're not 100%. So, like, you could bet them. It's just kind of like, why, I guess? Or you have to believe that they can overcome all the adversity that they've uh, faced. And maybe they can. I don't think I would want to bet on it, but it's interesting that they can be in the conversation. Baltimore is the headliner, to your point, Nick. And this is, it's like a little tough to uh it's not just like well they're like you know they don't run the ball as well like it's not like baltimore's a great team baltimore's really good at a lot of stuff the reason why baltimore looks funny to me as a super bowl winner just as someone who looks at all sports this way is that usually uh winning a title is like a multi-year process and usually like you see these really obvious steps and in college basketball it's like the most defined where no one has ever won the college basketball tournament being worse than they were the year before. So if you were like the best team in the country and then the next year you're the third best team, you've never won, even though you're the third best team. It's always like you're building towards something and then you win. And that also means that the year before you win, you're really good and you're really good at a lot of very specific things. And then you make like some minor tweaks. That's like a good way to think about it. And I don't, minor tweak could actually be a significant thing, but just a lot of the groundwork for winning the Super Bowl 
occurs the year before with like the roster that's been built and the way you have your salary set up. And so like, you know, Tampa built a Super Bowl roster and then added Tom Brady. The Rams built a Super Bowl roster and then traded for Matthew Stafford. Like that's a good way to think about it. You could argue like the Ravens kind of did that and then got a new offensive coordinator. And like, that's how they've solved this. Except in a bunch of these last year categories, they were too terrible. They were too bad. And you don't get this good this fast, even for a team that's had a lot, like a long track record of success. It's not that they can't win. They just like, this would be a big leap for them based on what they were last year. And in the history of the Super Bowl, no one's really had a leap like that and won. Um, it, you, there's been more signs the year before that it was possible. Like for Buffalo, this isn't even a leap. It's like a step across. They were rated like the best team in the league last year. They just lost to Joe Burrow. Uh, if Mahomes won again, plenty of groundwork been laid last year for that. They won the Super Bowl last year. Um, San Francisco, I, I, I just go through the same arguments over and over again. Baltimore's a little different. It's kind of like, yeah, like the coach has been there for a while. Quarterbacks won the MVP and he's going to win another one. It's still a really big jump to get from last year's overall performance uh, to the profile of a team that wins the Super Bowl, they would be the first in many ways to do the thing that they're trying to do. So that doesn't mean sometimes they can just be the first. That's okay. But you're trying to make tough decisions between teams. And if you're faced with San Francisco or Buffalo or Kansas City or Baltimore, or I mean, honestly, put Dallas in that first category too. I'm going to take those teams before I take Baltimore for this reason. It's going to be how I filter them out to kind of leave me with teams that maybe I'm more likely to bet on. You better you bet with Nick and Ken. Phenomenal Football Friday. We'll get to the superlatives market coming up in a little bit. Uh, I have a question, and then I guess we can kind of like put a bow on this, and we'll put a bow on it with me asking you, okay, like if you had to make like one bet, what would it be? Like who is the Michigan sure. of, of the NFL playoffs? But I just want to ask about the Rams, and I don't want to yeah. preface this question by saying I agree with Ken. And I know a lot of people think, okay, like I think the Rams are going to win on Sunday night. In all likelihood, they unless the Packers win, the Rams would go to San Francisco. I think the Niners thump them in the game if and when that happens. I would like San Francisco in the game, but I think it's like it's not crazy to think like if there were a team that could potentially upend the apple cart, maybe if like Stafford goes nuclear and like the Rams' offense is awesome, sure. McVay's won a Super Bowl. So you you dismissed the Rams, and again, just to be clear, this is me playing devil's advocate on behalf of people that like like this team, and there are a lot of people. I don't like them to win the Super Bowl. Why are you crossing the Rams off the list? Because that's like that's like the that's like the quote unquote hashtag trendy underdog, right? To potentially yeah. make a run towards the Super Bowl this year. Uh, sure. So two points. One, uh, there is no invisible barrier that prevents the Rams from winning a bunch of games, uh, going to the NFC Championship game, winning it, and going to the Super Bowl. All we're talking about is literally winning the Super Bowl. The Ra So by me saying that, every team in the tournament, by me setting those parameters, every team in the tournament could do the maximum without winning the Super Bowl, which is to go to the Super Bowl. So like when the Rams make the Super Bowl, that's not crazy them winning would be crazy. Them beating whoever the best team is that comes from the AFC historically would be crazy. Um, the thing with the Rams that's always been like kind of tripped up for me. So, I mean, I have some of their stuff right here. I mean, like their team profile from this year is close in a bunch of areas. It's not good enough, but it's close. The biggest problem for me is 
you have a team that went from win the Super Bowl to bottom out to try to win again. First of all, nobody's ever done that, that exact kind of trajectory. It's not like, oh, well, remember when Tom Brady got way, 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 way worse and then they won? No, because it didn't happen and it never happens. So they'd be the first to sort of, you know, have that timeline. And because of that, all of their last year's stuff is just an absolute disaster. I mean, it's a zero. It was one of the worst teams in the league last year. And you'd be like, oh, well, the guys didn't play. And you, there are a lot of excuses for why that's the case. Uh, that's great. Also, no one's ever won the Super Bowl having that kind of a season. And there have been plenty of teams historically that have good coaches and had quarterbacks get hurt and come back the next year, and all of them still didn't win. So it's not like this is the first time there's ever been a team that was really good and had a quarterback injury and had a bad season. And it didn't even have to be as bad as they were last year, but they were really bad. So every last year criteria and you can be dismissive of the stuff and that's fine but like i've spent a lot of time on this i'm just telling you like this stuff works like all the time and it's in all kinds of sports we do this stuff on the show uconn and basketball like i bet ucla but uconn was like the other team that made all the sense i just picked the wrong team like cool i'll make the mistake like i'll put the teams out there and and of the three pick the wrong one but they're still one of the three and like Michigan was one of one. We didn't even do the MLS much on the show. Like the Columbus crew were one of one. We talked about it on the show. They won. Like there's there's some merit to this philosophy and the Rams don't fit it. So it's not that they can't win. Every team can win. But like if you're choosing to bet into the market, I'd like to know if a team makes absolutely no sense historically to win. That's the Rams. So every team can make it. I'll just be honest. I'd be hoping for a situation where the Rams make it and play Buffalo or the Rams make it and play Mahomes, or they play, you know, whatever, Miami, actually, if they end up getting things, because it means they played really well. And uh, and I bet the opposite side in the game. Okay. Uh, so the bow on this now, and like, I, I love this stuff, and I hope that like listeners and viewers can find the value. How could you not really be a moron? Just being honest. Um, what's the bet? What's the play? Like, so like in totality here, is there a Michigan... Is there, like, the right. one team that you'd really like? And then, also, if that team's San Francisco, like, if San Francisco's the Michigan, and I know that this it's win the Super Bowl, not necessarily make it, um, it I guess, like, if you had to pick a team to win the AFC, like, are, is Buff, would Buffalo be your choice? Is it the winner of the Dolphins-Chiefs game? If, like, if you're looking to fade Baltimore, and I understand, again, like, the exercise just now was, like, to win the Super Bowl, which means Baltimore right. could make the Super Bowl and then lose. But yes. it, are, are you looking to fade Baltimore in the AFC? So who's the Michigan if there is one? And if there are multiple, that's great. And if it's a team from the NFC, are you going to pick a, a team other than Baltimore to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl? The second question, the answer is probably because if I don't like the Ravens historically and I really like two other teams and I especially like Buffalo, then I, you know, then I'm going to like them a little more, even if Baltimore making the game makes sense. They only have to win two freaking games. One of them might be against Houston. Like, I mean, it's, just, it's a pretty easy path. I guess it's my point for them to get to the game. I would just like their, if they played San Francisco in the Super Bowl, I'd like San Francisco a lot. Um, and not just based on this stuff, if that was the matchup. Uh, the problem with like the NFL futures market, right, is it's like a lot of the really good teams and it's always a lot of the really good teams. Whereas with Michigan, it's like just them. So it's just like, you know, enter the market and make a bet right now. Sure. Like the way I'd frame it for people, honestly. So I, is there a Michigan? No, but the most likely team to win for me by far is San Francisco. So I guess like that's the answer to that question in terms of betting where price becomes a really important thing. I mean, I'm basically telling you there are four teams where it's like you don't bat an eyelash whatsoever. If they win San Francisco, Dallas, Buffalo, and Kansas city. Okay, if you go by price, this is the best price you'll ever get on Mahomes to win a Super Bowl ever. 
and they fit just like the other three teams do. I'm not saying they're gonna win. I who would ever predict such a thing, but just like from a price standpoint, they're pretty interesting. And to be fair, from a price standpoint, and I'm not going to bet them, and there's a lot of reasons why you shouldn't, from a price standpoint, Dallas is pretty interesting. Like, they check everything. They're just not a very good road team. We've seen teams win that weren't very good road teams. Even teams that had to win a lot of games on the road that were terrible road teams in the regular season won the Super Bowl. Um, how could you play that? You could play Dak Super Bowl MVP instead. You could play Allen Super Bowl MVP instead. I think those two are like one-to-one -one correlations, honestly. Maybe Parsons wins, but like I don't think so. And uh, and yeah, kind of do what do what you will with that information. That's the best I could do. As excellent, excellent, excellent information. We'll do the superlative markets at some point, or uh, or we won't. But what we will do coming up next, Evan Silva joins from Establish the Run with a lot of bets for Super Wild Card Weekend. Say what you want, you know, I just, I don't know, I can't tell somebody how to feel. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Um, I do, I'm going to do my job as best of my ability. If you like it, like it. If you don't, you don't. Most people just say stuff so, to get clicks and likes, and that's cool. But um, we're the ones out there. We're the men in the arena, you know, so um, I don't really care to be honest and I respect everybody's opinion uh, really it's just ultimately what my coaches and teammates want you know and winning games that's what matters welcome back to you better you bet brought to you by bet MGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the bet QL network that the voice of the likely offensive rookie of the year in the National Football League the great CJ Stroud uh, addressing his critics just a uh, just a question who's a uh, Who's criticizing this guy? I just like find me someone who's like criticizing CJ Stroud. I guess they are underdogs Michigan in the game. Fans. It's like they should be. I guess yeah, <laughs> Michigan fans, George Georgia fans, maybe. I I, I don't yeah. know. He's, he's pretty awesome, but hey, everyone's got to motivate themselves somehow. Uh, our pal Evan Silva is going to join us on the show here coming up in a second. But want to remind our live audience, we will get to the superlative markets in the National Football League coming up next hour on the show. Most passing, rushing, and receiving yards in the NFL playoffs. We'll have a conversation with our pal Brad Evans, our stadium teammate from Live on the Line. Brad will join us next hour. Prop bets coming up for the weekend in the. NFL, and we'll take your favorite bets, you being the people watching the show on YouTube and Twitch. Keep on uh, sending in the bets, your favorite football bet for Super Wild Card Weekend and the rationale behind it. We'll shout you out on the show. We'll talk about your bet and whether or not we like said play. Joining us right now, uh, I, I absolutely love having Evan Silva from Establish the Run on like all season. And this is, I think, like the fourth or fifth football season we've had Evan on the show. I love having him on in the playoffs, like less games, like the analysis is meaty. It's absolutely awesome with, with less games. I really delve into all of them. I think the analysis is always spectacular. So great to welcome our friend Evan Silva into the show on Twitter at his name, at Evan Silva. If you haven't already, check out EstablishTheRun.com. We have a bunch of guests from that from, from that website on. Mike Gallagher going to be a mainstay on the show moving forward here talking NBA. We love Mike Gallagher and Evan, the co-host of the Establish the Run. NFL podcast. My friend, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. Happy Super Wild Card Weekend to you and yours. Nick and Ken, I'm super excited for this weekend. I think we have a, a lot of awesome games, a lot of great storylines, a lot of opportunity for betting, I think. Um, so I have a take on like almost every game uh, on the slate. So let, let's uh, let's jump into it. That sounds great. Now, Evan, we have about 10, 11 minutes for this interview. So just... As, much, as many bets as you'd like to give us for the six games, uh, we would love to hear them. You mentioned the great storylines in a lot of the games. 
obviously like Browns, Texans, uh, full of those. Uh, two of the coaches who may end up, one of them is going to win coach of the year. Joe Flacco and his kind of resurgence. Stroud, who's going to win offense. I mean, all the awards are basically in this game. The Browns are a two-point road favorite uh, at Houston. This is the first game on Saturday. This will be tomorrow afternoon. The total's 44 and a half. Uh, what do you like in Browns, Texans? I like the Texans' money line. Um, I think that, you know, securing that, winning that division, the Jacksonville just folded at the end. But winning the division and getting a, a, a first-round home game was massive for the Texans. You look at the way that the Texans have played over the last two games since C.J. CJ Stroud came back from his concussion, a lot of quick game, quick game passing stuff. And that's how you defeat the Browns, uh, who can generate a ton of pass rush. Like, they have a big advantage up front in the trenches but the way that you defeat that is to get the ball out of cj stroud's hands quickly and he's shown the ability to do that completing over six, uh, 76 percent of his passes over the final two weeks and um you know i think on, on the other side like the, the the texans can can uh create a, a lot of problems for joe flacco uh and you know i i think that um the Texans actually are, 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 are the better team, and I think they will see that on Sunday. But getting that home field advantage was huge for them because the Browns' defense has been maybe the best in the league this year, but is allowing almost 30 points per game on the road and 7.2 yards per pass attempt on the road as opposed to 4.7 yards per pass attempt at home. That, that home field advantage matters a lot in this instance. So I, I like the Texans' money line at plus 115. All right, so Evan on the Texans to win coming up in game number one, Super Wild Card Saturday in the National Football League. Let's find out what Evan likes in the nightcap on Super Wild Card Saturday with the Dolphins and the Chiefs at Frigid Arrowhead. Evan, right now, the point spread market, about four and a half for Kansas City favored in the game. Total about 44, 43 and a half. What about KC and Miami? Yeah, and even for as much as that, that total seems low for a Dolphins-Chiefs game, I, I still like the under, and I'm usually not uh, and under better. The Chiefs' offense hasn't been good all year. And the Dolphins' offense is severely injured. Jalen Waddle, if you saw the uh, 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 practice video of him today, he doesn't look ready to go. Raheem Mostert, very questionable about his health. Uh, and even Tyreek Hill was limited in practice all week. The Dolphins have lost a bunch of offensive linemen, including the best center in the NFL, Connor Williams. Uh, the Chiefs have allowed 19 points per game this year. Uh, been one of the best defense in the league. And the Chiefs offensively, I, I'm, I'm shocked that they have a 24-point team total uh, in this game. I, I think that this is going to be super low scoring. You know, my cousin has season tickets to the Chiefs. He's like, hey, c come to the game uh, this weekend. Come on, let's go. Let's hang out. And I'm like, you, you know, all right, I'll, if you, I, I will go if you, if you give me $1,000. I will go. And sit you in would do a it for a thousand of my I do it for seven. I do I, it for seven. I, I do it for seventy five thousand. You do it for a thousand. I do it for a thousand. Well, I mean, you know, it's my family, but uh, you know, okay. it's, I, I would do it for a thousand. He's not going to do it, uh, and he should really sell his tickets. <laughs> a thousand's rough, man. I, I don't know. Waivers, huge voices, I guess. So those are the two games on Saturday, Evan. I think you have a, a lot of bets for Steelers Bills. Uh, the second of the two, like weather games. The Bills post a photo from their stadium. It's like completely covered in snow already. 
atmosphere is going to be ridiculous, both in terms of the fans and the weather. And that's reflected in the betting market for the game. So the Bills were a 10-point favorite yesterday, Evan. And money on the Steelers has come in. Also, uh, the Bills ruling out Gabe Davis for the game, too, on offense. Maybe they won't be able to throw the ball. So it's Bills like nine in some places, nine and a half in others. And the total for the first time, a 33 and a half has now appeared. So very low scoring conditions expected. Uh, All your bets for Steelers Bills. Yeah, so there's one in particular. It's a parlay. It's a two-leg parlay that I really like here, and it is Steelers plus nine. I think that this is a really dangerous game for Buffalo. I don't think the, the Steelers are good. You know, I think the, the and I actually have a fifty to one uh, Bills to win the Super Bowl bet that I made about four or five weeks ago that I'm hoping for. But I, I'm worried about this game because I think it's going to be extremely run heavy considering the conditions that's the way the Steelers want to play the Steelers play really really hard and the Bills offense has kind of really sputtered over the final month of the season so I like the Steelers plus nine and on the other side I like Josh Allen to get a ton of rushing attempts in this game and uh, get over 44 and a half rushing yards if you parlay uh, Steelers plus nine with Josh Allen over 44 and a half rushing yards. You get it on some sites at like four to one. Uh, so, and we don't, oh, I don't usually do parlays on here, but th- that one really stuck out to me. You better you bet with Nick and Ken. Phenomenal Football Friday. Super Wild Card Weekend with our friend Evan Silva from Establish the Run. Follow him on Twitter at Evan Silva. Check out EstablishTheRun.com. Evan, if we have time at the end, we can at least get a thought for you on the Cowboys and the Packers. But I know you have bets on the games on Sunday night and then Monday night. So let's go to Sunday night with the Lions and the Rams in Detroit. Where We kind of think like Sam Laporta might play in the game now. Practiced in full today for Detroit. Lions... I, in between a three and a three and a half point home favor, total 51 and a half in the Stafford Bowl. What do you like with the Lions and the Rams on Sunday Night Football? You know, I think a lot of people like the Rams outright. I wouldn't go that far. I, I do. I think that they can win the game, but I like the Rams plus three. Um, you know, gives you a little bit of a cushion. The way that you beat up on the Lions is to, uh, you know, attack their their other uh, pass defense. They're a, very much a pass funnel. They're really good against the run and not very good against the pass. They have problems at cornerback. They don't rush the passer particularly well. Matthew Stafford has been great in terms of uh, avoiding sacks recently, and the Rams' offensive line has been really good. Cooper Cup is healthy. Puka Nakua is healthy. Kyron Williams has been awesome in the passing game. Demarcus Robinson is like an X factor and is like a – uh, a, a DFS playoff awesome play here against the Lions. Uh, I, I like the Rams plus three. Evan, uh, got like a couple minutes left for this if you want. Monday night football. Maybe we'll ask you about the Cowboys if we have time, but otherwise, all good. Uh, Eagles, a three point road favorite on Monday night football uh, to end Super Wild Card weekend against Tampa Bay. Uh, the total's 43 and a half. Obviously, we kind of wait for injuries to we Jalen Hurts is going to play. We just don't know if he can, you know, like grip the football. Uh, AJ Brown, we're not sure about. So, some injury concerns for Philadelphia. What do you like here? Eagles, three on the road, 43 and a half the total. Let's say in about a minute, please. I like Mike Evans to just go ballistic against the Eagles. Mike Evans, you know, they, they won the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, but he doesn't have a ton of playoff success. He's in his, the final year of his contract. He has, like, he, he's a Hall of Famer, but I think he still needs a little bit more because, you know, he's kind of buried in Tampa Bay. This, this is a, a, a major 
you know, island game opportunity for him against one of the worst pass defenses in the league. Bring back Darius Slay, okay? Mike Evans will dunk on my, on Darius Slay, who is <laughs> slow and coming off knee surgery all game long. So they'll like, like let's do ladders. I think the Bucks are going to win. I, I don't think the Eagles are a good football team at this point. I think it, it will come on the backside of Mike Evans, 200-yard game, two touchdowns. I absolutely love it. Great analysis of a bunch of the games coming up Super Wild Card Weekend. Evan, I think, like, you alluded to this. I think you need to be a good cousin and, like, t- tell your cousin not to go to this game. Like, do anything with the ticket except for, like, go and sit in that stadium in the minus 30-degree wind chill on Saturday night at Arrowhead. On Twitter, at Evan Silva, EstablishTheRun.com, the ETR NFL podcast, my friend. Enjoy the games. Good luck with the bets. Good luck with the DFS. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. Evan Silva joining us here on You Better, You Bet. I love that, man. Based on bets and strong thoughts on every game. It's the best, man. I love it. I don't see if there's anything like that surprising there. Uh, I agree with some of the stuff he said. I actually kind of agree with, like, I think the Rams are going to win. Man, if Laporta plays and that goes to three and a half, though, like, I just... Yep. Three and a half, 110 is a way better bet than the Rams to win, even at the, even at the bigger price. Uh, you know, I know, like, Sam likes the Texans. Evan likes the Texans. Do you know what? They're not wacko for Flacco. They don't want to win. They're not elite. <laughs> Joe Flacco oh. is. <laughs> On the other side, our number three, uh, superlatives in the NFL postseason. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.